All right, we're back. So we're going to be talking about Andrew Tate. And uh, he got indicted. So let's get this over with. Hard Talk Radio, live in 4K. All right. Fair use. I'll talk to you all. Listen. I would like to listen. I would like to say a massive thank you. To all the supporters we have around the world, regardless of what the mainstream media keeps saying and the lies they try and purport, we get tens of thousands of messages from people every single day supporting us, and they understand that we're not the first affluent, wealthy men who have been unfairly attacked in our, in our situation. Unfortunately, it happens quite often. So I want to thank the whole world for all the support we get. I also want to give a very special thanks to Romania and the Romanian people. The number of Romanian people who send me messages of support is absolutely fantastic. This is my home. I love this country. I'm going to stay here regardless, no matter what. And I look forward to being found innocent at the end of everything. So thank you all very much. And uh, I'll speak again soon. Thank you. Care sunt speranțele? O să rămâneți în arest la domiciliu sau liber? You are free and not free. Nu știu acum Dar ce crezi? O să îți admită cererea. Trepte, grijă la trepte. Hai grijă la scări. Sunteți în România! Întrebam în România! O să faceți contestație 
to the article here. Social media starting to take charge of rape and human trafficking in Romania. Bucharest, Romania. Andrew Tate, social media personality known for expressing misogynistic views online, was charged in Romania with rape and human trafficking and forming a criminal gang to exploit women, prosecutors said Tuesday. All right. Okay. Some people will say, free Andrew Tate, free Andrew Tate. I'm like, Andrew Tate, I don't know if people understand it, but uh, Andrew Tate has said things like, you know, the Romanian government's corrupt, that he's had uh, cam girls working for him. All right. The thing is with Andrew Tate, he has told you things outright. And I don't know what to tell you, but uh, you got to look at all the facts. All right. And you also have to understand is that this is Romanian government. Okay. This is not the United States. This is Romania. And their rules apply, not America's. And that's that's something I don't think people really understand. And they look at Andrew Tate as if he's some sort of role model. When there are things that he does say that are questionable, like saying the fact that who would you rather sleep with? A transformer woman that looks like Megan Fox or a trans man that looks like Hulk Hogan. He has said this on Twitter. All right. I don't know if you can still find the uh, still find the video, but this is what he has said. 
Okay. Prosecutors also filed charges against Tate's brother Tristan and two Romanian women in, Bu- in court in Bucharest, Romania's capital, the nation's anti-organized crime agent, um, agency said. In a statement, the Directorate for Investigating Organized Crime and Terrorism alleged the four defendants formed a criminal group in 2021 in order to commit the crime of human trafficking in Romania, as well as the United States and Britain. The agency alleged that seven female victims were misled and transported to Romania, where they were sexually exploited and subjected to physical violence by the gang. One defendant is accused of raping a woman twice in March of 2022, according to the statement. Tate, 36, has resided in Romania since 2017. The former professional kickboxer has repeatedly claimed Romanian prosecutors have no evidence and alleged the case is a political conspiracy designed to silence him. Tate's spokesperson, Mattia Petrisco, said that the brothers were prepared to demonstrate their innocence and vindicate their reputation. The two men are expected to attend a hearing in Bucharest on Wednesday morning, she added. Tate's legal team prepared to cooperate fully with the appropriate authorities, presenting all necessary evidence to exonerate the brothers and expose any misinterpretations or false accusations, Prisco said. Under Romanian law, the judge has up to 60 days to assess the files in the case before defendants are sent to trial. The Tate brothers, who are who are dual British U.S. citizens and two Romanian suspects were detained the December. Progress brothers won appeal on March 31st to be moved from police custody to house arrest. At the time, Tate was a hugely successful social media figure with more than 6 million Twitter followers, many of them young men and school children. He previously was banned on, from TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook for hate speech and his misogynistic comments, including that women should bear responsibility for getting sexually assaulted. Um, I think he cleared that up. <clears throat> on Pierce Morgan. I think he cleared that up. He returned to Twitter last year after the platform's new CEO, Elon Musk, reinstated Tate's account. Hope No Hate, a group campaigning against far-right extremists in UK, has warned that Tate's continues to attract hu- a huge following among young men and teenage boys who are drawn to his misogynistic, homophobic, and racist content. What did he say was racist? <clears throat> what did he say that was racist? By luxurious lifestyle, the influencer projects online. Romania's anti-organized crime agency, known as DICOT, said this said the seven alleged victims were recruited with false declarations of love and taken to Romania's Ivalov country, where they were forced to partake in pornography. The women were allegedly controlled by intimidation, constant surveillance, and claims they were in debt. The prosecutors said the prosecutors ordered confiscation of the Tate brothers' assets, including 15 luxury cars, luxury watches, and about $3 million in cryptocurrency, the agency stated. <clears throat> the agency's statement said, several women in Britain are also pursuing civil claims to obtain damages from Tate, alleging they were victims of sexual violence. In a recent interview with the BBC, Tate denied spreading a culture of misogyny and the accusations that he manipulated women for financial gain. Okay. Now, here's the thing, right? Tate has admitted that women are stupid and they're easy to manipulate. He has said that in one of his Hustle University video videos. So, uh, yeah. Whew. There's a lot of evidence to damn him. Okay. Who knows what else he has not said? What else he has said? 
okay? That is basically going to bury him in court. Okay? A lot of people tend to forget what you say and what you do on social media. It stays forever. Okay? That's what they don't understand. And they could easily pull that up. Right, social media. What you put out there is evidence. All right, it can it can and will be used against you in a court of law if you do something dumb. Again, that is something that you know a lot of people just do not understand at times. Okay. All right. So let's get into this next one with this ultimate roasting right here. Some of you may know him as Amazing Lucas. All right. Let's get into what was said. Fair use, by the way. Fair use. The hatred was palpable. Oh, my goodness. So we are coming off the cusp of celebrating a great holiday, and that is Juneteenth. I have not seen... This type of animus, this type of disdain, this type of hatred, like just unadulterated hatred from a group of people since I, I, maybe January 6th, where they, you know, they were just a bunch of savages, just a bunch of, you know, just animals. That's what we were dealing with on a glorious holiday. And what made it even worse was that, that the conservatives were attacking this. Now, I'm, I'm completely baffled, right? Because you had many of these Republicans and conservatives attacking Juneteenth, the same holiday that, mind you, Trump had already said that he was going to make a federal holiday. So, so I don't know where this is coming from. This goes to show you just that th these individuals are nothing more than sambos. There, it's, it's a modern-day minstrel show when it comes to black Americans in politics, unfortunately, regardless of what side you go on. You had people like Kundis Owens coming out and tweeting that it's ghetto and made up. Now... Let's pause for a moment, okay? Just so we can analyze how, how... This is a woman that, you know, just says whatever she can to make a buck. And anything the Republican Party has there to say, just say it. it it's, it's sad, okay? Just like she was talking about what it was, the NRA and thought it was something for civil rights. About, what? What now? What? <sighs> Never think that this would be a backlash. She doesn't think about that at all. Imbecilic, that statement is. And the thing is, white conservatives will allow their black, you know, their black stool pigeons to say anything, uh, you know, as asinine and ignorant as long as it falls in line with their beliefs. Now, when it comes to holiday, Every holiday is made up, Candace. What are you talking about? Every holiday is made up. I don't know, like, I don't understand. Do you think there's certain holidays 
that we were born with, like that 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 evolved or something. I don't understand. That came with the planet. What are you talking about? And then when it comes to ghetto, I find that hysterical. Ghetto? What? What do you mean ghetto? Was it ghetto when you teamed up with the what was it the NAACP to sue the school? Was that ghetto? What I would find ghetto? She needed the NAACP because that white boyfriend she broke up with was him and his friends were sending harassing text, uh, harassing voicemail messages to her. Okay. So she needed the NAACP and that guy, you know, her boyfriend belonged was, uh, his father was a mayor, I believe, or, you know, a, a very, uh, powerful political figure. So she needed help. Okay. And then she goes around and disrespects the NAACP. Ghetto Candace is that you blackmailing, you know, farmer in order to force him to marry you because he got you pregnant. That's what I would find to be ghetto. What I find to be ghetto is that you being a Jewish political prostitute. Oh, let's rewind that. Let, let, let's 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 look at that again. Hold up. Hold up. Cool. Ghetto. What? What do you mean? Ghetto? Was it ghetto when you teamed up with the was it the NAACP to sue the school? Was that ghetto? What I would find ghetto, Candace, is that you blackmailing, you know, farmer in order to force him to marry you because he got you pregnant. That's wow. Wow, Candace. You're talking down to black people who have kids at a wedlock, and you were doing things that was going to get you kids out of wedlock. Okay? I understand the black community has its issues and stuff, but you talked really, really down with them. Really talked to them like they're dirt. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I agree with everything about the fatherless homes, the uh, reckless, um, the reckless uh, promiscuity. But Candace, I mean, see, this is the thing with sometimes with blacks who come from the West Indies, blacks who come from the West Indians who are in Candace's position, they think they're better than American blacks or that. They are better than uh, than blacks in America. They <clears throat> think because they're in deep with the Republican Party and they're really just a mouthpiece to say any racist thing. You're just a, a black Klansman. You're a Klansman with black skin. That's what you are. They forget that. And they forget that they have to walk a very thin line. You You, you know... They don't understand that. They don't understand that some the, these Republicans, <clears throat> they may have a fetish for you, but that's it. They will they will do you dirty. Okay. Just like probably on the Democrat side. They will do you dirty. That's what they don't forget. These are plantations. These are political plantations. And she got beside herself. Okay, she couldn't think, well, let me make sure this guy really loves me. Let me make sure this guy will marry me. Maybe I should do this old school because I know this guy, you know, he's rich. He has money. Let me show him like I have respect for myself. 
because I know the game here. She didn't think about that. A lot of these divestors, I'm not saying Candace is a divestor, but a lot of these divestors don't understand the game when it comes to this. All right. You are black. Okay. That's a strike against you in this country. So you have to be extremely careful. And if you're in the political arena, you definitely have to be extremely careful. Dot your I's, cross your T's. That's what I would find to be ghetto. What I find to be ghetto is that you being a Jewish political prostitute. That's what I find to be ghetto. Candace, you're running out of Jewish men. All right, I don't know what to tell you. You went from TPUSA uh, to PragerU. Now you're on your last Jewish man, okay? Daily Wire. And we all see what happened with Daily Wire. They censored you, Candace. Okay, I find that to be ghetto. That you too busy, you know, uh, gagging over there on Daily Wire that they wouldn't even allow you to interview Yay. They told Candace Owens, I couldn't be on the Daily Wire. Like, you can't even explain yourself. If we... If we're going to talk about ghetto, that's why I would argue it's ghetto. Then I saw a face I hadn't seen in ages. I just, yo, there's a reason he can't, they can't debate Lucas. They cannot debate this dude. If they do, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be very, very interesting. Okay, because it, it'll be egg on their face. But wow, Candace, wow. And this is how it is, because if you look through, if you do some digging with Candace, right, she really doesn't have any skills. She was tried to be an actress, didn't work out. OK, and she went, you know, to being a Democrat. And there was a disaster with that website she tried to launch to dox kids called Social Autopsy. And she went to become a Republican. That's how it went. And, you know, she had disasters here. And they're saying, like, Hitler, nothing wrong with Hitler. He was a nice guy until he took his business model out of Germany. And that was a catastrophe. All right. Okay. You all remember C.J. Pearson? He was a little young kid, right? A little young kid and smiling. Oh, I'm conservative and everything. Bruh. He, I don't know what happened to him. But I think this picture kind of foreshadows what we're, where, where we're heading. Or where he's heading, I'll say. He posts this picture of him eating KFC, talking about happy Juneteenth. Now, I don't know how much more Sambo it can get. I you you gonna tell me it's not a minstrel show? That's what you wanna tell me? And you know why conservatives eat it up. They love it. Oh yeah, I love it. This is awesome. And you wonder why you don't get the black vote. You you wonder why. All right, it's just it's mind-blowing. But I gotta say, what happened to CJ, bro? His hairline is all the way back, bro. What happened? His, he looks like he got a hairline of a 65-year-old man. Okay, I got a big forehead, but he got a, that hairline is gone, fam. Like, you needed to shave it all off. The kid is only, what, 20-something? Bruh, how are you losing your hair? It, this, this right here is like, I mean... That, that's what you have to do. You have to be a political prostitute, man. It's what it is. Both sides. Republican, yeah, you definitely have to basically throw your soul to the wind. 
there is no racism. All lives matter, which is really a lie. Okay? Because look how Charlie Kirk reacted to this, to Juneteenth. Okay? How, how do you lose your hairline in, like, your early 20s, bro? What are we talking about? And then he gained weight? Bro, we... I understand if y'all if y'all want to fat shame, okay. If conservatives, because I know conservatives, uh, we love fat shaming, right? Y'all need on this boy, all right? CJ, what happened? You just let yourself go. It looks like you've been eating KFC before Juneteenth, okay? And you eat you eat it after Juneteenth. Looks like you wake up wake up with KFC and you go to sleep with KFC, bro. Perhaps the KFC is the problem. So instead of trying to make jokes. You know, to make white people feel good, your white conservative friends feel good. Perhaps you should get to the gym and get you, I don't know, a hair transplant or shave that off, bro. Because this is this is not a good look, fam. Okay, I'm just letting you know. And then this leads us to the plantation owner himself, Charlie Kirk. And Charlie Kirk, this is the most wildest, most anti-black take I've seen. Where somebody is so, so full of hate that they'd rather people work <laughs> Then celebrate a holiday. You should not. You should be working today, not taking off for a CRT-inspired federal holiday that competes with the July Fourth. Seriously, this this is what he thinks. That's what he thinks. Like I said, this is this is the uh, Republican Party. All right. This is the Republican Party that doesn't know that this has historical significance. All right. It's it's tragic, but this is this is Charlie Kirk, okay? Who had, you know, who had two racist college students, okay, in Turning Point USA that were saying F the N-words, F the N-words. All right. And they say this this is the party that people say there's no racism. Okay? All lives matter, but look what Charlie Kirk is doing. All right. This is this is who he is. Sad to say. Sad to say, man. Day. Then celebrate Juneteenth. I I don't know what to say to that. Like I don't know what to say. Once again, this is why I would say a lineage of evil. I think a lot of people can't really fathom uh, slavery. I'm just I'm just gonna come out and say that I don't think a lot of people can really fathom the circumstances of one person owning another person and then treating them like a dog. You can't even say dog because these these ignorants treat their dogs better than humans. And I think what we're seeing. Presently, it's just a it's just a glimmer. It's a glimmer of the depth of hatred and wickedness that many of these individuals have due to a system of you know a lineage of evil that they have never you know come to uh, come to, to 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 deal with. Unfortunately, just as we have never come to deal with the pain and the angst and the trauma that we have generationally. So you really you really start to see that whoa these. These individuals are evil. They're wicked. Like, be 
I don't know if he's, you know, going with uh, post-traumatic slave disorder. I don't believe that. Okay. I don't believe that. You have to actually have gone through slavery in order to, you know, post-traumatic, you know, disorder, right? Post-traumatic stress disorder, right? For example, um, you act, you post means it's after, okay? You went through something that traumatized you, and that's where your stress comes from, okay? That's what I mean by that. Now, if you went through an incident, you know, in your own personal life with racism, maybe you were subjected to racism on the job, heavy, severe racism where there was abuse and violence towards you, I would understand. But not post-traumatic slave disorder. Unless you have been a slave, you don't qualify to have that, to actually say you have that. Beyond wicked, like almost demonic in certain cases. Because I want you to understand what they are protesting. They are protesting black Americans being black Americans. Because what it's celebrating is that the last people in Texas, and I want you to really think about this, these wicked people knew about the Emancipation Proclamation and they still didn't do anything. They didn't tell the slaves at all. I want you to think about how wicked and deceitful these individuals are, okay? The, the ancestry that they come from and, you know, now we see in present day. So what is ClickUp? And with, you know, the political arena as it is, with the pundits and the networks, they're just ampl amplifying the fire, that hatred that they have for black Americans, which has always been the case because this, this country has never been, as far as for black empowerment, has never been pro-black. It's been pro-everyone else, especially pro-white. It's never been for black Americans because we were never supposed to be citizens. We were manual labor, okay? They brought many of us over here for manual labor. I understand that many of us were here uh, before that, but it, that's how they view us. So there will always be that disconnect when it comes to celebrating anything black Americans do. Always, that's why, you know, I always wonder why do we constantly have to have this discussion every, you know, black history every single time you know white conservatives you know constantly bring it up and it's that hatred because they haven't they haven't dealt with that that hatred that you know that their ancestors have that is still currently present in this country that is disseminated into other groups of this anti-black hatred because at the end of the day they feel that hey y'all should not be here because they feel that hey you should be a slave you and this is what has been uh taught to generation to generation okay all right this is why our country is the way it is because this is something that's been taught okay racism is something you're born with racism is something that you have to be taught okay you have to be taught over and over again that you're better than another uh ethnic group okay Reality is there's only one race, and that's the human race. But unfortunately, for us humans, we're too slow to understand that. Okay? And the thing is, there is a lot of incentives to be racist. Okay? There's a lot of incentives to be looked upon as a victim. When you see in the Democratic Party, they push that. Okay? Oh, you know, I had a kid. Let me go abort it. 
okay? Instead of, okay, you had a kid. Let me take care of this responsibility, all right? That's how it is in the Democratic Party, okay? Let me make blacks be inferior. Anytime you want to make a race inferior, you constantly want to reward them for bad decisions. You hate them. Anytime you want to reward somebody for a bad decision, you hate them. And that's what the Democratic Party is. Malcolm X was telling the truth. Democrats are the foxes. Republicans are the wolves. Republicans will say we're all lives matter. It's great to say in theory, but not in practice with the Republican Party. Okay. They'll, they'll tell you, they'll say that, but in another, when you talk about serious issues like the police brutality, the, the racism extreme it, with hate crimes, they'll try to find some way to ignore it. What, what police brutality? Okay. What are you talking about? I back the blue, no matter what. I back the blue. Okay. Democrats, you know, defunded the police. Then you wonder why your cities are hellholes like Chicago. All right. But if you want to be a part of this, just remember you're on a plantation, especially if you're black. You're on a plantation. And the ones who are for Candace Owens, I don't know what to say. I don't. I don't know what this or Charlie Kirk or any of these uh, Republicans or conservatives saying that, you know, they don't we don't they don't deserve a Juneteenth. You should be working. OK, if you agree with that and you're black, I don't know what to tell you. I don't. And the thing is, like, my ancestry is from the Caribbean. And I think blacks should get reparations, African-Americans should get uh, uh, reparations. I think they deserve Juneteenth. Out of everything that they have suffered, they deserve Juneteenth and they deserve reparations. Every other ethnic group in this country gets their reparations, gets their restitution. For African-Americans, for some reason, there's all these excuses. Juneteenth is celebrating, as I said, us being free, all of us being free. So for for the conservatives who constantly want to talk about, well, it was the Democrats who owned slaves while they're crying about Confederate statues. <laughs> they constantly want to say, oh, the Democrat who owned slaves while they're upset at a holiday that if you think about it, you know, it's partially due to I'll be honest with you. I don't think you should destroy monuments. I don't. I don't think you should destroy them. Leave them up. Let you know what these people looked like. Let you know what they stood for. Not only should they be documented what they stood for, we should know what they look like. Don't destroy those monuments. I do not agree with that at all. Okay? We need to know what they looked like, looked like and what they believed. Okay? And the thing is, Republicans want to say, well, Lincoln freed the slaves. Lincoln didn't give a damn about the slaves. He said, if I could get the Union with freeing the slaves, I'll do it. If I could get the South back into the Union, okay, 
If I get the South back into the Union without freeing the slaves, I'll do it. A lot of people are real slow to understand what he meant by that. Either way, if the blacks are free or not, my main goal is to get the South back into the Union. I really don't care for the slaves. It's no consequence to me. If they get, if I, I'm able to free them, okay. If I'm not able to, you know, free them, okay. Let me put it in another way. A husband loses his wife to his bad behavior. All right. Whether I change my behavior or not, my goal is to get my wife back. Does that man care about his wife? Does that man care about actually being a person that actually could have good behavior to keep his wife? No. Does Abraham Lincoln actually care about the slaves? No. Because his main objective is not freeing them. The main objective is to get the South back into the Union. That's what I never understood with these Republicans and these conservatives, usually clown conservatives. There, I'll say to their presidency, because that wasn't the intent, you have to understand, and the intent of, of Abraham Lincoln wasn't to free the slaves. That was not his intent. His intent was to harm the Confederacy in order to unify the Union. That's what his intent was. But you know, white conservatives, they love to spend stuff, okay? They love fudging the history books, history, history books just as much as the white liberal loves injecting alphabet into the history books. So I, I just find that a really perverse way to look at it. Just really sick. My thing with CRT, though, I think it's a good thing. But take out the damn queer studies. Take it out. Cut that out. Amputate that sucker. Cut it out. Let them have, they want to have their little queer studies. Do it with your own studies. Keep it away from black people actually getting black history, which is really American history. It's also American history. It happened in America. Let blacks have their African-American history. The whole part of it, unedited. Keep the queer stuff away. This is why, like I said, the Democratic Party, you could be black, but you have to accept everything else. And unfortunately, that's been the way since the civil rights days. When they let the alphabet mob in, that's when, you know, the, the civil rights movement lost its it's it's uh it's potency it's able to stand on its own because you know you want to say for reparations well what about my reparations and you say that well you've gotten yours i'm trying to get mine okay and then you'll have conservatives and republicans trying to complain well what about white skin they lincoln paid every slave master their money for each slave they lost well blacks owned slaves Blacks, okay, they did that to order to buy their black relatives who were still on plantations. I don't know what to tell you people, man. This, it's sad. It's, this is pathetic. It really is. That's why I say you only vote Republican to keep your neighborhood safe. Other than that, don't have anything really to do with them. Just don't. Okay? And look, I'm just here to vote to keep my neighborhood safe and have good schools. Other than that, leave me alone. I want nothing to do with you. That's it.
Well, I don't want to date. I don't. I don't want to um, vote for them either. All right, fine, do that. But I will say this: if you live in places like Chicago, Baltimore, okay, places that are blue states with high crime, I'd vote red. That's what I do. And the only thing that you know can describe the sickness is really anti-blackness, just anti-black hatred, and. I don't know why, bro. All we have ever done since we got here is try to live. <laughs> that, that is really it. And you see what they've done. You see what they've done. Whether it's to our culture, where they try to, to bastardize it and monetize it. Whether it's to our people, when it comes to incarceration. Whether it's to our women, our men, you know, emasculating. Emasculating the, the women. The thing is, though, I mean, you had black artists that shook hands with them, all right? If you want to do some reading, there is a connection between gangster rap and the prison pipeline. Look into it. Okay. The the uh, manager the uh, the the managers of the industry they signed on to have this the pipeline between gangster music, gangster rap, and the prison pipeline because they know when they pump that stuff into the communities of the urban communities especially the black community who basically have fatherless homes, they're going to, it's going to push these kids to commit crime, especially kids who are born into parents, um, parents that are extremely unable to take care of their kids are just refused to mature enough to take care of their children. They know this. And the Democrat party is definitely helping with that. All right. They want it to be a free-for-all. They don't want any structure. And they make blacks who are for the Democratic Party comfortable in being coddled, in being told there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. There's nothing wrong. Hey, you took out five people at a supermarket. You don't deserve life in prison. You deserve rehabilitation, you know? And you don't need to be told that you were wrong. Come on, it was systematic oppression. No accountability for your actions. Come on, that's nonsense. That's so 1990s. Okay? I mean, look what's going on in these uh, these cities that are Democrat-run. They're hellholes now. Women, they have tried everything in their power to destroy us. Anyways, guys, that's... Pretty much, pretty much. Okay, when's the last time you see a black sitcom where the man is home, he's being the breadwinner, okay? He has a loving wife that doesn't bust his balls. When have you, when's the last time you've seen that? Let's be honest. When is the last time you've ever seen that on television besides the Cosby show and besides the Robert Townsend show, all right? Or, you know, Rock. Rock was a good show. Charles Dutton, look that up. Okay. Eh, there was a little dysfunction there. But where do you have black shows where the man is not a buffoon and the wife loves and trusts him and he's deserving of trust? He may not be perfect, but he's deserving of trust and he runs his household, you know? 
When do you see that anymore? You don't. And it's sad. Now you got shows that talk about, you know, the single motherhood, you know, families, and she's wrong yet strong. She's right when she's wrong. Uh, I mean, come on. I mean, he had the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the revised version. I'm sorry. I liked the old version with Uncle Phil, and how he was no-nonsense parent, you know. He didn't put up with Will's foolishness, checked him hard when he needed to be checked hard, you know. I like that. I didn't like the part about Carlton, though. I didn't like that. I didn't. But that's the thing. These black shows, they have their minstrel ways that it's really a form of white supremacy. All right. Look, Steve Urkel, right? He had him wearing a dress at one point. Come on, man. Come on. And now we got Tyler Perry, who's now running BET. You know what that's going to be like? It's like black sodomy TV. Definitely, and that's they're trying to be pushing this agenda to destroy us. Exactly what it is to utterly destroy us. All right. And it's sad that a lot of black people, you know, don't want to, uh, understand don't want to understand that they look at you when you talk this way you're corny okay because nowadays you have people that are dysfunctional that will accept the tyler perry nonsense all right they don't want you talking like the way i'm talking because they never grew up all right in homes that were stable so when they see dysfunction on tv like yeah i can relate to that sadly that's the case and you know what, though? There was, uh, years ago, there was a woman who said she grew up without a dad. And what helped her to have a good life, to strive for more, was watching the Cosby show. A father and a mother in a home that got along. And that's what she wanted. She wanted a family just like that. Don't get me wrong. Claire Huxable had her ways. But that helped her to strive for a better life, coming from a toxic environment. Let's look. I'm going to read this from Juneteenth since uh, Charlie Kirk wants to show his whole white supremacist face. What is Juneteenth? Juneteenth is the oldest known national celebrated event commemorating the end of slavery in the United States. President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation declared that as of January 1st, 1863, all slaves of the states in rebellion against Union shall be then thenceforth and forever free. However, it was not until June 19th 1865, two years later, when the U.S. Army took possession of the Galveston Island in Texas and began a campaign against the defenders of slavery, that the enslaved people in Galveston could begin their journey towards freedom. Yeah. I'm just. <laughs> Charlie Kirk, man. Charlie Kirk is just wild, just utter nonsense about him, man. Utter absolute nonsense 
All right. So let's get into this story right here. And people are probably going to hate me for this one, but I'm gonna keep talking. That's what I'm going to do because this has to be said. Fair use is dead. Her baby is fighting for their life. Another man is also hurt. This is all just so heartbreaking. Thank you for being here with us. I'm Lorenzo Hall. I'm Leslie Foster, and we've just learned that pregnant woman was 22. D.C. police say her name was Samia Gill. She was simply sitting in a car when he was she was shot several times. Yeah, this happened in Northeast along Minnesota Avenue near Benning Road, and tonight the shooters are still out there, and D.C. police just released some new pictures of those shooters within the last hour. Our Scott Broom is live from police headquarters with what we know right now. And, Scott, we just got those pictures, which... You know, give us some picture of what was happening leading up to this tragedy. They do. They've got video, they said, but they've been taking still photos out of that video and producing them for us tonight. First, let's briefly talk about that victim. You just reported what we know about her name, Samia Gill. She's from Fort Washington. She's 22. She was pregnant when this happened. Her baby survived. Doctors were able to deliver the child alive, even though she didn't make it. The baby's in critical condition tonight. Let's turn now to the investigation and those brand new photos. Within the past hour, police released new still images from the video. 1122 in the morning showing two men with assault rifles running toward their target, a car parked in the 300 block of 37th Street Southeast with two people sitting inside and the video captured the suspect's car. The fearsomeness of the assault apparent from the number of bullet holes in the victim's vehicle. That car fled and made it nearly a mile to the 3900 block of Minnesota Avenue Northeast near Benning Road. Inside the car was 22-year-old Samia Gill, pregnant and fatally wounded. Doctors delivered and saved her baby at a hospital, but she didn't make it. The man in the car with her was also wounded and survived, police said. They did not release his identity. Tonight, as acting police chief, Ashan Benedict visited another troubled neighborhood off Benning Road Northeast. Residents reacted to news of the assault weapons shooting in Southeast earlier in the day. It's ridiculous. It's, it's sad. It's out of control. Here's Chief Benedict. This pregnant woman... Um, you know, ordinarily, especially you know, going back a few years, the community would reach out. They'd be outraged. We really want the community to come out and tell us what happened. Like, get mad. Get engaged. Get out in your community. Just be outraged about what happened. People know who committed this daylight brazen act of violence. We're never going to stop this uh, circle of violence if people don't take action. It takes courage to speak to the police. Even if you're scared, you know, you still need to speak up like if you know anything. Despite the appeals, despite the new photos so far tonight, MPD has not announced any arrests. Yeah, man, unfortunately. Twenty-two-year-old pregnant model was shot by two men armed with assault rifles. Assault rifles last week as she sat in a car 
D.C., gave birth by C-section before dying of injuries. Samia Gill, you're a model. And you were shot by two men with armed armed with assault, assault rifles. And the man in the car, what is his connection to this? Sammy Gill, who was eight months pregnant and the father of her unborn child, was sitting in the parked car on 37th Street Southeast about 11.20 a.m. Thursday when the gunman pulled up in another vehicle, jumped out, and opened fire, police said. The companion, who was struck by gunfire, drove off and stopped in the car in a busy intersection about a mile away in Minnesota Avenue and Dick Street, WGLA reported. Gill of Fort Washington, Maryland, was rushed to an area hospital where she gave birth before succumbing to her injuries. The baby was listed in critical condition, the cops said. The adult male is being treated for non-life-threatening injuries, police said of the second victim. Police released surveillance camera images showing the suspects, one wearing a white jacket and a hoodie and the other wearing dark clothes, shooting as they run toward the victim's car. The gunman's white four-door sedan also is pictured in the police release. Wow. Wow. Sheesh. Police said the shooting was a targeted attack, adding that they did not yet know the motive. This is a brazen attack. It happened in the middle of the day. Assistant Chief of Patrol Andre Wright told reporters Gill's mother, who did not want to be identified, told WLJ that her daughter one of seven children was a model and ran an online clothing boutique but had recently devoted all the time to care for her baby she told the outlet that her granddaughter was delivered by c-section after the braids attack she's beautiful i want to see her i went to go see her last night and she's gorgeous the grieving woman told wlj wjla i just really hope they catch whoever did this to my daughter the mother said that if the baby survives she will raise the child According to a GoFundMe page, his name is Haley. This is really devastating for my family and a judge and a huge financial burden. We are asking if there's anything you all can greatly appreciate it. There's no amount too big, too small. Fundraiser Red. Gill's killing was one of the four homicides last week in D.C., according to the Washington Post. As of Friday, homicides in the nation's capital were up 16% compared to the same time. And with the same time in 2022, last year, the city surpassed 200 killings, only the second time in almost 20 years out of reported. An award of up to 25000 is being offered for information that leads to the arrest and conviction of the suspects in Thursday's attack. is wild man because you're a model there's a connection between those men and the man you're dating that you let impregnate you and this is you know black women will get mad when I say this but you are responsible for who you let in your life and who you let between your legs us men we have to hold accountability for that. We can't really make excuses at all. Okay? When we mess up, we mess up. When we start calling out the information, calling out stuff like this, that's when you all get mad. You want to start crying, calling us victim blaming. No. 
is the fact that you made a choice to date these type of dudes. All right? You made that choice. And you get mad when people call you out on it. It's sad that this has happened, but had she had picked a better man, this wouldn't have happened. And you, and I see a lot of women hate that when you say that. It's true. It's the same thing with a man. If you picked a better woman, such and such wouldn't have happened to you. Okay. And I will bring up Brianna Taylor. I'll bring up Corin Gaines. Both of them were dating drug dealers. Okay. People will say, well, that has nothing to do. The cops came to the wrong house. Listen, the first drug dealer she was messing with, that is the reason why they came to that house. The minute she got involved with his lifestyle, she became involved with the police. Okay? I really hope I don't have to explain that. I really, really hope I don't. Okay? Because it's really simple. She was messing with a drug dealer. Okay? Helping him with his enterprise, developed history with him, and that's why she became involved, okay? And became involved with the police, because the police's job is to catch crooks and to investigate. And her name popped up because of her association with the first drug dealer she was dating. And the second guy, Kenneth Walker, was also a drug dealer because there's text messages showing that he was going to sell pills to waitresses at Hooters and rob somebody for $25,000. See, that's the thing with the black community that is crime infested. There are a lot of affluent black communities. And again, I'm talking about the crime infested ones. The crime infested ones, okay, they don't want to hear the fact that your actions have consequences and who you have history with can come back to bite you in the butt. All right. That's the issue. People really can't stand when you tell them the truth. Who you date, who you associate with has consequences if those people are toxic. And can be very detrimental for you. Pouring games. I saw when she got pulled over by two cops because she had a cardboard placed as a license plate the rear end of her car and these cops you know they were so respectful towards her they were patient 
you're trying to talk to her reasonably why she was pulled over and she's telling her infant son at the time toddler you need to fight the police when you get older fight the police she's talking this nonsense of being a sovereign citizen that pseudoscience non nonsense that these hoteps preach will get you in some serious trouble one day okay it really will sad to say though that she was dating a drug dealer who had a warrant for his arrest. Cops bust in. Her drug dealing boyfriend takes his kid from a previous relationship and runs out the back. What does she do? Instead of letting the cops do their job, she picks up her toddler's son and a shotgun and aims it at the cops. What do you think happened then? He ends up dead. Toddler's son is injured, but he survives. The family gets a settlement. But they don't get pouring games back all this has to do with choices that's what it has to deal with oh i'll be called a coon i know i'll be called all types of names but a child of god because i'm telling the truth but you know what though it doesn't it's okay because that shows me where black people are at that you hate the blacks among you who tell you the truth and glorify the blacks and tell you there's nothing wrong with you. But damn sure it is. Okay? That's why you will always be dating. You, I'm sorry, not dating. You will always be voting Democrat. You will always be choosing negative and dysfunctional behaviors and glorifying it. You will always be lifting up, twerking, selling dope, getting pregnant before you're married music videos and songs that talk about sex drugs promiscuity and calling that black culture when's the last time you see on mainstream television of a, a young black kid being celebrated for being a prodigy and graduating high school or college at the age of 16 15. How often do you see that compared to seeing a video for a presidential campaign by the Democrats saying, get your booty to the poll? Hmm? When have you seen that? When have you seen blacks talk about Duke Ellington? Okay, Langston Hughes, Billie Holiday, in contrast to seeing, you know, Megan Thee Stallion or City Girls, I Need a Thug. Hmm? That's just to show me the bar for blacks for standards in the urban black community is in hell. And the demons are just doing bench presses with that bar. Let's go on to the next story.
what I'm talking about. Chicago Mayor eyes $25 million plan to cover rent for illegal immigrants. Liberal Brandon Johnson wants rental assistance, expect expedited work permits for Chicago's legal population. Chicago's new far left mayor, Brandon Johnson, is working to implement a $25 million, $25 million sorry, program that would subsidize rent costs for illegal immigrants, a plan that comes as Johnson's liberal allies press to cut funding of the priorities such as policing. Johnson is eyeing a plan to provide more than 6,500 illegal immigrants with six months of rental assistance, a program that would cost $25 million, according to the Chicago Tribune. Both city and state taxpayers will be on the hook for the plan, given that Johnson is seeking the state assistance to fund it. In addition to the rent subsidies, Johnson wants to work with the federal government to expedite work permits for legal immigrants so that they can sustain themselves before the subsidies expire. What about those young youth that is homeless in Chicago? What about the young youth that need to work? What about them? The ones that are born here, you can characterize our strategy as ultimately resettlement. Johnson's deputy chief staff, chief of staff, Christina Passion Zayas told the Tribune. Yeah, resettlement, all right. Biden really want that, that black vote. He can't get the black vote. He probably knows that. So he's trying to replace it with the Hispanic vote, illegal migrants. Johnson's rental assistance plan for illegal migrants comes as American citizens living in Chicago weather a summer surge in shootings during Memorial Day weekend. For example, at least 11 people died in a shooting across Chicago, at least, well, while at least 46 others, including two toddlers, were still were injured. Still, the violence has not stopped Johnson's liberal allies from pushing the mayor to slash Chicago's police budget by 9% and eliminate 1,000 vacant police positions. Policy proposals come through a mayor, a May report from the Action Center on Race and the Economy, a left-wing group that counts a member of Johnson's transition team, top staffer. Johnson, whose office did not return a request for comment, has touted Chicago as a sanctuary city that should live by its promise and welcome immigrants, migrants, and refugees. Sanctuary means that everyone is welcome here. And as a city, we commit to take care of each other, provide all our neighbors with the resources they need to thrive. Johnson's campaign site says, Republican governors such as Texas, Greg Abbott has cited that the sanctuary city's status as a reason to bus illegal immigrants to Chicago, prompting former mayor Lightfoot to issue an emergency declaration of the surge in migrants just days before she left in office. For the Johnson administration, however, Chicago's open embrace of sanctuary city policies does not explain the spike in illegal immigrants residing in the city. Instead, U.S. foreign policy is to blame. Wow. This is insane, man. In many ways, this is the chickens coming home to roost in terms of failed U.S. foreign policy. What has historically happened in Latin America and the Caribbean in terms of destabilizing governments and economies, Cassiano Zayas told the Tribune, which then has you pushing people toward the U.S. states to flee their countries because of the conditions and seek different outcomes. No, keep them right over there. Whatever their boats got, you turn those boats right around. <clears throat> the only way to deal with this, you may not like the Republicans, right? But this is the only way to deal with these jokers on the Democratic side. You vote for the policies. You already know what type of people the Republicans are, but vote Republican for safer schools, um, good schools, 
safer neighborhoods, and a strong police department. Johnson, a former teachers union organizer, narrowly defended, defe I'm sorry, narrowly defeated opponent Paul Vallis in Chicago's April mayoral runoff election. Lightfoot did not reach the runoff as she finished third in the election's first round. Vallis centered his campaign on a promise to hire more police officers, contrasting that plan with Johnson's 2020 support for the movement to defund the police. Johnson, as a union organizer, helped lead a 2019 Chicago teacher union strike, which eventually compelled Chicago public schools to U.S. immigration and customs enforcement from entering school buildings without criminal warrants. As a country commissioner, county commissioner, meanwhile, Johnson worked to create the Cook County Public Defender Immigration Unit, which provides legal representation for illegal immigrants and protects them from deportation. Beyond his immigration policy, Johnson campaigned on so-called transaction tax, which would place a $1 or $2 tax on financial transactions. Just days into Johnson's tenure, a mayor, as mayor, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange threatened to leave the city should Johnson act the tax hike. Mr. Johnson has no legal authority to impose a taxation tax on my business, exchange CEO Terry Duffy said in May. In our leases, we have a language in that says if there's something that is ill-conceived from the city or the state, that our leases are null and void. We are in a very strong position. If we had to leave, we would could leave. Get out of Chicago. Get out of Chicago. All I could tell you, get out of Chicago and go to a red state to be safe. That's all I can tell you. That is all I can say. Because that state's about to be crime infested. It will always be crime infested. Leave, leave. Military's already coming to these cities anyway. So you're gonna be in some really rough time. <clears throat> Might I also add there are 17 criminal gangs in the U.S. military, so you may have that to deal with. And you got white supremacists in the military, so you may have a lot to deal with. Go to some place that is not a blue state. That's all I could tell you. <clears throat> Unfortunately, some of you cannot leave because you have been so comfortable with the Democrats' policies, living off the... Uh, the housing and not willing to advance yourself. What I'm trying to say is the fact that some of you are way up in age and have lived off the government, not really advancing yourself because in order to live on welfare, you cannot try to advance yourself. If you do, you'll be kicked off because welfare is not something that's supposed to be permanent anyway. Some of you have wasted your lives living on that. That is why I'm saying what I'm saying. Some of you can't afford it. I got to say um, like share comment subscribe anything you want to know about this channel is in the description box all right later <laughs>